you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show. Dot com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. We certainly want to uh, invite you to go over to YouTube.com. And over there, you can uh, sign up free for an unlimited time. Hit the bell notification, YouTube.com, for chess Chris Voss. You can subscribe to the show and see all the wonderful uh, guests and authors and stuff that we have over there, including today's author. Uh, you can also go to the cbpn.com, chrisbosspodcastnetwork.com, and see all the wonderful nine podcasts that we have over there as well. And you can hit that subscribe button to all of them because you know what? You're going to be more smarter, more beautiful, and everything else. On top of that, you can go to facebook.com for chess. The Chris Voss Show, and you can uh, follow the show over there. There's lots of groups, actually, for the Chris Voss Show. I think there's like three or four, and you can follow the groups over there as well. Follow me on Goodreads, goodreads.com for chess Chris Voss, and that's actually the end of our plugs today, as if those can get long enough as it were. Today, we have a most brilliant author on the show with us. He's been a friend of mine for several years. I'm not sure why he's still friends with me. He knows me very well, which is what's extraordinary about it. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just kidding. His name is Mark Ensign. His story began way back when he was a kid and he wanted to change the world. Upon realizing that it might take a little longer than anticipated, he got sidetracked and found himself playing bass on Broadway with the Tony Award winning show Rent. He was completely unqualified, his words, uh, but he had a gift for marketing himself and the rest is Broadway history. Fast forward a couple of years later, and Mark is now the big cheese at Loudmouse, a personal branding agency specializing in making some of the world's most inspiring speakers, authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs. His new book that he's just put out, you can get this uh, all over the world, of course, is called Be a Dick with a capital D, How One Person Can Change the World in the Most unexpected way welcome to the show mark how are you i'm doing fantastic how you doing chris i am doing awesome my friend we're faking it till we make it on this uh what is it is it wednesday morning i don't even know i've I've lost lost count anymore i'm still going through election shock so there we go but uh today let's talk about your awesome book give us your plugs before we get into the show and what the book is about Sure. So uh, everything you need to know about the book, including um, like synopsis and, and where to get it and uh, even some uh, there's some dick pics on there as well, is uh, I want to be a dick dot com uh, that you'll get everything you need from there. There you go. OK, thanks for coming on, Mark. And uh, everyone check that book. out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't probably that's the first time I've ever done that one. Uh, so anyway, tell us what uh, tell us what being a dick is about. All right. So yeah, it definitely, it definitely requires a little explanation. Uh, my, um, the, the book starts uh, a couple years ago. I was living in New Jersey. 
um, had this idea that I was going to make this big difference in the world. And as a result of uh, just, you know, going about working and doing stuff that, that we all do as people, um, had my midlife crisis around 40 years old, decided to sell everything I own, uh, pull my family away from uh, their friends and school and, and everything else. And we moved 1200 miles away from New Jersey to, uh, to Tampa, Florida. And uh, because for some reason I had in my head that, that you, if you're going to change the world, it's certainly not going to happen off the Garden State Parkway in New Jersey. Like you have to get the hell away from New Jersey. Uh, in we order just to- lost <laughs> the New Jersey crowd, Mark. <laughs> well, I found out for what it's worth, I found out that I was not actually true. So, uh, so, you know, so there's a little redemption in there. Um, and, uh, and so I'm in this midlife crisis mode and, and, uh, and I get down to Florida, sight unseen. We moved to Tampa, Florida. I just like the Gulf Coast. And, uh, you know, the, the, they're unpacking boxes and I'm walking around my house and uh, just realized that, like, what have I done? Like, you ever, you know, like you ever do something really, really stupid and, and then like in the midst of, of um, you know, and, and then in the midst of it, like it hits you like, like, oh, that was really stupid. We should probably undo this and get back to what we were doing before. Except when you sell everything you own, including your house and move 1200 miles away, it's a lot more difficult to undo all that. And so I was in, like I was in it. And uh, to answer your question, Mark, every damn day. (laughs) Yeah, right. And so as a result, I, I, uh, uh, my wife threw me out of the house to go for a walk and to, to kind of shake it off. And, and, uh, um, and so I went for a walk around the house and that is when I ran into this older gentleman around his mid sixties and his name, uh, it was Dick. Um, actually it still is Dick actually, as a matter of fact, and he's just this extraordinary guy. Um, just, uh, uh, you know, approached, uh, you know, from such a place of, of, uh, uh, of love and care and like, like just a good person, like a good, kind person. And, uh, and so we became friends and I, you know, and, and every day that, that I hung out with this guy, uh, something new kind of came up, um, you know, walking around his I went into his house and he's got uh, a dozen Emmys, uh, you know, hanging up on a shelf, like incredibly ambitious and successful, but at the same time, incredibly humble. And so, um, uh, so for the next year, uh, I began to just kind of, uh, be mentored by this guy unbeknownst to him just kind of followed him around like a puppy dog and picked up all these different principles and started applying them to my life and and it really pulled me out of this otherwise pretty dark time nice nice so give us an overview of the book like what sort of details do you get into just kind of the scope if you would Sure. So, so the book basically walks through the, the, that whole story of uh, coming from New Jersey, moving down to um, uh, moving down to Florida. And, and then like each chapter is a different principle that I learned from, from Dick. So, you know, the first one is being kind and, uh, and, and there's just this example of, of, you know, how he was really kind and just, just accepting to us and my, you know, my kids. Um, and then there was uh, uh, the, the second principle is be helpful and then be humble and be thoughtful, be generous, be um, authentic, be present, uh, be forgiving, and then grateful, vulnerable, and ambitious. And it's these, you know, each chapter kind of goes through each of these different principles and how to really kind of apply them and, uh, and how they show up in our lives. And, and really, the, the gist of the whole thing is that, you know, I'm coming from this place of, and I think a lot of people kind of come from this place of wanting to make a difference 
um, and wanting to do something significant with their lives. But like, you know, then we all have that friend that's building the, you know, the, the orphanage in the, in the Dominican Republic or the, or, you know, walking across the planet in a pair of flip-flops, raising millions of dollars for some organization. And like, I just don't have the time or the energy or the, the know-how or the interest of doing any of that. So if any, you know, like that's the person that's going to change the world. I'm just going to sit here and just work until I die. And, and, um, and, and it's not the case. Like, like, you know, we can make a difference in our little corner and our, in, in what we're doing, uh, just by, uh, by being kind to somebody, by being helpful, by being humble. And, uh, and especially now with everything that's going on, like it's, it just, I feel like it's just something that we all really need and, and, uh, um, and to be able to, you know, kind of package it up in something where uh, that allows me to tell dick jokes all the time, uh, makes it even that much more fun. <laughs> So the beautiful part about your book is it's it's a uh, it's a it's a book about a gentleman named Dick and and uh, it's not what you might think it is those of you with dirty minds out there. So I I think this is a great book to especially to have right now because we're kind of in a place especially in America and there might be other places around the world too where uh, it's extraordinarily hard times for a lot of people especially with COVID and people are struggling and mental health and uh we're a little bit on edge you know i mean you know we we've, we've got a, a pandemic on our hands and then some of the politics around the world especially america uh for for last uh, i would say for the last 4 or 5 years there's been a promotion of toxicity bullying and and nastiness and and i i think it is a good time for us to have a reset from that where you know we're we we try and be kind to each other i think there was a thing that <clears throat> Like, uh, you know, pay it forward sort of projects and different things. Uh, I think there's some people that did some videos where if you're like nasty to like your taxi driver, you're nasty to the person at the breakfast counter line and how you, you, you ruin their day and by being nasty to them and then they're nasty to somebody else. And then it just kind of spreads. You ever seen those videos that, yeah. Kinda, and so I think this is really an important thing to take and do right now and, and talk about and kind of rethink or reset, if you will. Yeah, and 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 that's kind of what it's been doing. Um, I, I I started I started writing this actually. I started writing this years ago, and then I then I took it back behind the shed and shot it because uh, it was one of those things that was just taking up so much of my time, and I couldn't quite get it right. And it felt like it was a little too um, it was a little too out there to to you know to, to like I was going to lose clients if I started being the guy that wrote the dick book, um, and and uh, and so I kind of I kind of got rid of it and walked away from it. And then COVID hit, and there was just so much angst and so much you know, and, and mixed with politics and, and then mixed with uh, you know all the all the racial injustice going on, and it was all this stuff. And uh, and on top of that, we're all trapped in our house. Um, you know, I can't like, 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 so you can't even do anything with this. Like you can't, there's nothing you can do. You're just going to have to sit and stew in it. And so I, I broke it out, uh, out of, you know, out of having not looked at it for about a year or two, uh, and just, you know, started with a blank piece of paper and started writing again, because, uh, I had my own stuff to get out and, uh, and then, you know, looking around, I'm like, wow, if this can actually do something for somebody or anybody, then I could feel like I've done something. Uh, in the midst of all this, because I'm not a nurse, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not a politician. Like, there's, like, there's, uh, there's nothing I can do to help. I'm a musician who's a marketing guy. Like, <laughs> you know, what good is that? All my musicians. Would you like some bass lines? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll make you feel good. 
and and so so that this was like kind of my contribution just to get my head out of all the stuff that was going on and try to keep myself a little bit of, a little bit sane sounds like a a, a bit of your own carth um, um <laughs> a carthesis so uh, what's the word i'm looking for yeah, uh, it's a cathartic i was gonna cathartic. i was gonna i was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> sit back and watch you muscle through that a little bit I, yeah i can't I, I the brain i don't know what's going on this morning uh but the you know a bit of a it seems like a lot of authors do that and even stuff that i've written sometimes i, I i'm doing it more for selfish reasons and then people will be like that extraordinarily had a difference in my life or improved my life yeah. or uh there's two times on twitter where i put stuff out and uh talked about some positive and some different issues i was having people told me twice that they were commit they were planning on committing suicide that day and they backed off it it's interesting wow. how we share those internal catharsis that we that are our struggle and then we we find out through sharing that we improve people's lives or save people's lives because the human struggle seems to be about the same, you know, across the same sort of topics and stuff. So I think it's really cool that you've hit on this and, and talked about it because I, I really think we need a reset to being just nicer people to each other and better human beings to each other, just on the uh, basic foundation of that alone. Yeah. I, and I think that that's the start of it. Like, I certainly don't think like, Hey, let's just all be kind and helpful and hold hands and sing songs together. Like, I don't think that that's necessarily the answer, but I think that there it's, it's a start. Um, you know, I mean, because there's, there's, you know, there's, there's always going to be crazy out there. There's always going to be stuff that, that, um, you know, that the people that, that you just, you just butt heads with, and it's just not going to work. And then there's also going to be, um, you know, but, but there's, I, I have to believe there's more opportunity to connect with people, even if they have differences. Um, you know, I have plenty of friends that have different political beliefs as me and, um, and, you know, we're still friends. Uh, now we don't talk about like, you know, we, we step away from, from a lot of that stuff, but, but it's, uh, um, you know, I think it just starts with that foundation of that being kind and humble and, you know, and, and just, and, and just approaching life from a better place. Yeah. The, uh, that's important right now. Uh, and, and getting back to basics, you know, I think, I think we all forget we're uh, just all human beings and uh, the struggle is real. Uh, sometimes we're, we're going through different struggles and everybody seems to be challenged at the, at the far end of what they or usually when you're being challenged in life, you're being challenged uh, beyond what you, uh, beyond what we feel at the time is what we can handle. And of course it helps build us a callus where we can take and, uh, uh, you know, you, you go, you're like, wow, I lived through that. Wow. I didn't think I was going to make it. Um, yeah. and then, and then life goes, Hey, here's something else for you. Try this on for size. And you're like, God damn, another one, another <laughs> mountain, right, right. there's summit that, uh, is over the next hill. So, um, you know, you know, me on several years and, and yeah. for a lot of years, I really struggled with being, uh, one of my, uh, uh, what would you call it? Uh, it's this thing that Superman uses that green crap. My oh, the, uh, kryptonite. kryptonite. My kryptonite is being uh, gaslit. Like that sets mm. me off. And it used to be really bad. It used to trigger me really bad until I, until I dealt with some of my secrets and 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 trauma from childhood. And uh, and it didn't help that there was a politician in office that was triggering that as well. On top sure. of every stupid person in the world. So is this? Can this book, especially as you know me, can this really help a person like me? Do you think? Uh, you might be a special case, but <laughs> oh, oh, wow, okay. yeah, like back to know, the psychologist for me. I, you know, I, I think it's, it's, um, it's, 
the, the way that I, I explain it to people is it's not necessarily a manual of like, okay, step one, do this, step two, do this. And, you know, and like, it's, it's more of a, a gentle reminder of, uh, you know, next time you're walking down the street and, and you, you know, you see somebody or you're at the supermarket and some old guys having a hard time, uh, you know, uh, putting, you know, taking the, the groceries out of his, out of his cart, um, you know, uh, doing something helpful, doing something kind, being that, you know, being more compassionate to your kids or whatever, like, like, cause it's in those moments that when we snap that, that things go wrong or things go bad. Cause I think inherently we're all, uh, you know, we all, we're all pretty good people. Like we all kind of want the same thing, you know, to some degree. I mean, there's some rotten apples and all that, but, but I think for the, you know, uh, the vast majority, it doesn't feel like it if you watch the news, but the vast majority of the people of, of people are, are decent and, um, and so, so this is kind of, this kind of gives you that, that little bit of a, a start to, you know, it's, it's that, it's that paying for the person behind you at Starbucks uh, kind of thing. It's not going to, is that going to change the world? Not, maybe not directly, but, but like, it's going to, it's going to change life for that person behind you. And you don't even know who they voted for. And you don't know what uh, color or what race or what, you know, who they like, you're just willing to pay for the person behind you. And, and we need a little bit more of that, like, you know, as opposed to putting people through a filter of like, you know, I'm only going to help the people that believe what I believe, because it's just not going to get us anywhere. You know, it's funny when I used to live in Vegas, uh, I came up to Utah for the Corona, um, cause I heard it was better up here, just a <laughs> tastier flavor. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, my family's up here. I think people know that. But uh, at my local Starbucks, when I used to go to Starbucks, because I had bad taste in coffee, clearly, but I was lazy, too. So it was right by my house, so that made it worse. But uh, for some reason, like, just almost every day, you go there, and some and someone had paid it forward, and you'd always pay it forward because you're like, well, here's my money. Let it roll. And and it was just funny just every time. But just, just the fact that you would have this epiphany in the morning, you know, you're not you know, I'm not a morning person, clearly. Uh, I usually get fully woke up about, I don't know, six o'clock in the evening. Uh, I'm from Vegas. Give me a break. And uh, so, so, but you have this epiphany where you'd be like, oh, well, that's nice. You know, and you're in the morning, you're just like, and then, you know, you're like, hey, the person in front of you paid for your thing and, and they paid it forward for you. Do you want to keep the train rolling? And you're like, yeah, let's, Spin the dice, and it stops that. Yeah, on one hand, you know, there's something in the back of my brain that goes, "I really don't like being put in this position," but I'm just going to pay for my coffee <laughs> anyway, so you know, whatever. But uh, you know, it's kind of it, it, there's a little bit of a guilt, like, "What did I get sucked into?" I don't remember voting for this, but you know, but then you you realize that it's for a good thing. But sure. it it just sends that light off that you're like, "There's good people in the world." There's people, everyone isn't a selfish prick and everyone isn't concerned about themselves and there's people out there trying. And like you say, you know, I may not be saving whales or, you know, out there, uh, I don't know, whatever, uh, that chick is doing who always sings about the dogs and stuff for the ASPCA. <laughs> um, and I love the ASPCA and I've supported it and given them money with years, but, but still, can we do, can we just. Right. Stop that uh, commercial and go with another one. But still, I'm not doing all that. Uh, and yeah, like we've established earlier, I'm a horrible person. So um, uh, let's talk about uh, a principle of this. How can we be more kind, according to your book? And I'm going to take notes because clearly I need them. 
So um, one of the comparisons that I that I use, and this is the the, the way that I had met Dick was was uh, you know I was walking down the street with my kids after <laughs> he doesn't get old I'm telling you uh, <laughs> um, is is uh, I was walking down the street with my my kids my wife threw threw me out of the house told me to grab the kids and, and take them with me so uh, just to make sure I didn't run away I guess and so start heading north <laughs> and um, and so I ran into Dick and and I was just very prepared to just do the cool guy nod and just just keep walking, you know, like, Hey, how's you know, and just, and just mutter out some kind of, Hey, and, and that was the direction that it was going. And, uh, and I like to think I'm a nice guy because I'll wave at you and I'll, I'll, I'll smile at you. And then inside I'm going, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Please don't, talk to me. you know, like, like, you know, and, and I think that's the difference between nice and kind, like, like kind is the, is the person that, um, stops and they're going to, you know, they want to talk to you and they're interested in what you have to say. He was listening to my kids for 10 minutes, talk about American girl dolls and Legos, like interested, you know, like, like he was, you know, like, like, like bent over eye to eye with them, like really listening to them. And, um, you know, and, and, and me completely forgetting that my kids are going through some stuff too. Uh, you know, they lost all their friends. They lost their home. They lost everything that was familiar to them too. And uh, so they're dealing with some stress and they just unload on this guy. Uh, and, and he was, uh, and he caught that and he was, and he was listening. So it's, it's that it's, it's that it, it's taking that initiative. Uh, at one point he's, you know, he reached out and he's, he's like, Hey, if you ever, um, you know, if you ever need a ladder, uh, for anything like, you know, cause I know you're going to be hanging pictures and decorating and all that kind of stuff around the house. Um, and, and the ceilings around here are like, you know, ridiculous compared to New Jersey, the little houses that we had in New Jersey. Um, uh, but he's like, if you're ever going to need a ladder, let me know. I have two. And, um, and it wasn't about the latter specifically, it was about, you know, putting that out there. If you ever need anything, let me know, like, but like, you know, where you actually mean it, you know, as opposed to, I've done that. We've all done that thing where we go, Hey, if you ever need anything, let me know, <laughs> you know, and walk away, be real vague about it and then hope and pray that they don't call you to help you move, uh, you know, to help move. And, and, uh, in, in this case, it was, it was just about, um, uh, you know, taking that initiative uh, to, to, to do for somebody and, you know, as opposed to just, um, you know, kind of pretending. Yeah. It sounds like listening is important too. I mean, one of the things that we don't do is we don't listen to each other much. Well, that's that, I think that's what, what puts us in the, the place that we're in, um, you know, now politically now, like, like now the solution isn't like, Oh, we should just listen a little more. Like we're so far beyond that. But it started, you know, four, eight, ten years ago, uh, from people not really listening to the other side, and uh, and so it um, it definitely uh, shows up, um, you know, as something pretty ugly now because of you know the the you know pretty ugly seed was planted. And lo and I behold, think, and I think we have to go to a deeper core. I don't know how to get to the bottom of of that certain well of politics, but I, I know that we don't listen to each other, and and. One of the one of the things I put up on my screen recently when I came up to Utah because I was spending more time with my family is don't take my family for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that we get into as people is we get in that familiarity of, and then once we get into the familiarity or ownership, if you're married, um, is is we start taking people for granted. We start being dismissive of them. They're always there, so we. You know, we're just like, whatever, man, this person again. Um, and and familiarity, I think I got this from Tony Robbins, familiarity breeds contempt. And and so to me, 
putting that up, Bruno, reminded me to always value and appreciate, you know, uh, what's the other word that we're looking for? Um, uh, to, to, to appreciate what you have, you know, take stock in what you have and go, Hey, you know what? I, I got some good stuff going on here. I need to appreciate what I have. And, and, uh, so being kind is important. I think being listening, uh, are there any good, other good tips to being kind? Um, I, I mean, I, I think, I think that's really where it starts. I think that's where, where it starts in terms of that listening and, and, uh, taking initiative, it, you know, and, and this is not just a, a, something that, that can be done as you're walking down the street. Uh, you know, this is, this is something that, um, we could use more of on social media. Like, like, I, I mean, it just, just taking away being a decent human being and just talking about social media tactics and growing your business on social media. It's, you know, it's the business that's really uh, out there listening and taking that initiative and, and, um, and hearing what people have to say, or, I, I mean, if you want to have a successful uh, social media campaign or social media presence, uh, that's the way to do it. Same thing with business. You want to be a business that's successful, start listening to your customers. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's such a big part of, of what's needed in, in terms of, um, uh, of, you know, for us as humans and also us as, as, uh, businesses or customers or clients or whatever that, um, uh, like that, that principle alone, uh, made such, such an impact in my life and my business. Yeah. I, and so it's important for brands. It's important for companies to uh, uh, be kind to listen. You know, this is a problem I've been having recently that like they don't even listen to their media channels anymore. It seems like a lot of Facebook pages have been in just, uh, just let go. Like no one's even caring about listening or listening on social media anymore. Um, and uh, it, you know, listening, being kind is important. You know, how, how can we get there? And I think, I think laying the foundations to, so, so let me ask you this, the title of the, of the book is be a dick, but what you're saying is be more like your dick friend, your friend named Dick and, (laughs) and be better, be a better person. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really it's, it's, um, you know, it's, and and I talk about this, like whenever I'm talking or writing about this stuff, that there's a vast difference between a capital D and a lowercase d, you know, uh, because there are dicks and then there are, you know, with a lowercase d and then there are dicks with a, with a uppercase uh, a D. Um, and, and there really is a, a big distinction between the two. And, and there are times when um, I catch myself being a lowercase d to somebody, it's, you know, somebody in my family, I'm, you know, I'm exhausted at the end of the day and I'm, I take them for granted and I'm just, you know, just get away from me. I don't feel like doing this right now. And then there are other times when, you know, and I, and I, and, and the, the, having that distinction, I can catch myself, like, you know, I'll ask myself, am I being a lowercase or an uppercase uh, d? And um, it, it sounds so stupid, uh, but because it's kind of weird and catchy and, and like, you know, it's just fun to, to, you know, to tell, to tell dick jokes around it, that, that it's sticky, you know, it, um, versus, I mean, I could have written a book called uh, Be a Good Neighbor and nobody would buy it. And it could have been the same book. And, yeah. and but because of the, uh, the premise of, you know, that his name just happened to be Dick and I happened to be a marketing guy and I happened to, you know, be in a really tough place in my life. And this guy happened to be a really great person. Um, it all just kind of all the stars aligned. And there's actually a third variation on be a Dick. There's just all freaking caps. So there's that <laughs> be a Dick. 
<laughs> so yeah, there you go. Which uh, could actually be either way. It could go. It could go either way depending on how you yell it. There you go. <laughs> I, I've, I think I've actually heard that, or I don't know what the hell. I can't find the joke there. So, what are some other aspects of the book you want to touch on before we go out that uh, that uh, people should maybe espouse in their lives uh, or encourage people to buy the book? So. Um... When, when I, you know, like, like getting back to what you said before, like, like I started writing the book again this year because it was cathartic as I was going through, um, you know, COVID along with everybody else. And I needed something to keep my brain occupied. And, and, and also, you know, my, my, my wife is a, is a grade school teacher. So she's home. My two kids are learning from home. I'm used to having the house to myself, you know, as of eight o'clock in the morning every day. Uh, and so I needed a new place to hide and a new reason to, to hide there. <laughs> and, and, uh, um, and so, you know, I, I started, um, I started writing this book for my own selfish reasons. And then I put it out and I, and, and I gave a copy to my, my folks and, and a bunch of friends to kind of get their feedback. And my dad, who is going through stage four bone cancer right now, um, oh, no. he's, he's, he's like a couple months in, um, going through radiation, uh, you know, and just, you know, just, just having a tough time with it. And, I gave him a copy of the book, not sure whether he's going to read it or not. He's not much of a reader. And, uh, you know, but, but I was like, yeah, you know, I should give it to him. It's his son wrote it. So I figured you might want it. And, uh, and so he's sitting in the doctor's office reading this book and, um, and he, uh, he looks up and there's an older woman who's there for her radiation treatment also. And she's having a hard time getting out of her chair and get to her walker. And he puts the book down, gets up, runs over to her or hobbles over to her because it's in his hip and he's a hard time walking and grabs her walker and helps her up, gives her the walker and helps her to the, to the door. Um, that's a very human move. My dad, like, and, and, and not, nothing gets my dad, but my dad is the kind of guy that is just oblivious to other people when he's just doing his thing. So, so under any other circumstance, he would have been sitting there and this lady would have been struggling and he wouldn't have thought anything of it. And it would just like, if you asked him, he would get up and he would help you. But if you don't ask him, you're on your own. And, um, and then he sat down and it occurred to him, was like, wow, like that was me being a dick and he got it. And so then he just started finding all like, and every other day I'm getting a call from him about, Hey, here's something that I did today. And I was a dick today. Here's what, here's what it looked like. And it's really kind of changed his completely, completely changed his outlook on life. And also like how he's showing up, he's more aware of what's going on, which I think is so important now with what, with what he's going through, you know, like he's, he's, uh, he's going through so much with, with uh, the cancer that this is bringing a little bit of, um, you know, I guess redemption or I don't know, uh, into his life. So, um, so really the idea behind the book is not to give you a step-by-step process of how to be more grateful. Um, we got enough of that, you know, there's, there's enough of that out there. What this is, is this is a reminder that the next time you're sitting at the doctor's office, next time you're out for a walk, next time you're in your car, um, next time you're on social media or something like that, you will approach it a little differently. You'll remember a part of the story and you'll do something different than you would have done before. Yeah. And I, I, had, I would advise everybody to do that. And I'm sorry to hear about your dad. Cancer is the, oh, cancer is the, is the one thing I hate more than probably anything in life. Even death. The cancer is just such an evil thing. And I, I hope your dad, uh, um, I don't know. I hope your dad improves or, or things get better. Um, or his life, uh, at least, you know, he, he, he can get through it. Um, the, um, you know, in the darkest moments of my life, I, there's always been this, this little voice and I don't know where I picked it up, but it always says when I'm at my bottom, I always go, I should reach out 
and help somebody because I have nothing else to give at that point. I'm, I'm at some sort of bottom, either emotionally or uh, financially or, you know, different crises I've had in my life. Uh, and I somebody I started when I was very young and, and it, it's a great moment when you hit bottom and cause you, you have nothing sometimes but kindness to give. And in the times that I've done that, and I, and I haven't done it expecting a payout, but I've done it because I, I'm feeling my humanity, I think, at the most at that point, and I'm feeling my bottom at the most, and, and there's nothing else I have to contribute but to be kind or nice to someone. And uh, a good friend of ours, Robert Scoble, he wrote uh, at the beginning of the pandemic when everyone was just kind of in the shock phase, just the initial phase of lockdown, he wrote, um, he wrote uh, th- there's two things you do right now, either be a helper or find a helper. And I really, and that really helped get me out of my funk. And I kind of had to fake it till I make it through a couple podcasts. Because so I was like, well, what do I have? I have a podcast and I have an audience. What assets do I have? All right. So they're probably struggling like I am. And they're really having a hard time with this. So I'm going to try and be a helper, even though I don't feel like a helper right now. But I'm going to try and be a helper because... Uh, finding a helper isn't working for me right now because I just don't feel good. Um, and so I'm like, I'm going to try and use the assets that I had from 2008 and the crisis of, of that recession to uh, try and lift my audience. And so that's what I did. And after a couple shows of trying to go through the catharsis of all that, um, I, I, you know, I started lifting and I found new ways and new ways to program the show and, and different things. And of course we've got much better, uh, well, we don't have better guests, but we've got a different format with really great uh, people and educate minds now. And, and uh, it, the show's more about them than it is uh, the old me and talking about tech and social media and that crap. Um, but, uh, you know, there were times in my life, I remember there was one time where all of our billables, this is back in the day with brick and mortar, where all of our billables came in by mail. And I was running our companies from Nevada that were in Utah. And for some reason, I don't know why, just like we'd gone through like the worst rece- uh, accounts receivable ever. And for some reason, the money just wasn't showing up in the P.O. box. And, uh, and we, you know, we couldn't figure out what was going on. You know, it just, I don't know, you just, we just hit like the skid. And, you know, we've been in business for 13 years. And I was, uh, you know, paying all the bills, doing all the payroll and everything. And I was, you know, at the end of the day, I was broke for the pay payout that would come to me. And I remember I was down to like my last, uh, like 20 or 30 bucks. And I, and I was really just, I, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I, I already broke in a couple of days. Uh, and, um, uh, I went, uh, to like a Seven Eleven in Vegas and I came around the side of the Seven Eleven, and there was a guy there who was homeless and he had all the stuff in a shopping cart but he was reading the paper. You don't ever see homeless people reading the paper. I mean, he's reading right. it like, like you, like you read the financial page, you know, you're like studying it. And he was reading the paper and something just hit me. Just like, give that guy some money. Uh, he really needs it. And it looks like he's educated. Maybe he's falling on hard times. Give him some money. I'm like, why? Well, I only got like 30 bucks or something left. I gave him 20 out of the 30 if I remember huh. correctly. And I was just like, you know, what? fuck it. I'm paying it forward. I, I don't, I'm, we're just going to throw it to the fucking universe right now. I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is, I'm going to know if I'm eating top ramen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen. Fuck it. And I gave him 20 bucks and he was really surprised and, and I, I wished him well. 
and I went about my day and, and on the drive back, you know, my brain's going, you're a freaking idiot. Like you're just dumb. And I'm like, I don't care, man. I just blade it out to the universe, whatever, whatever we will be. And, um, you know what? The next day PO box came in with all the money. It was like a flood of money that came in, like all the billables just came in and, it, you know, there's some people that uh, subscribe to some sort of karma or religion or some sort of thing like that. I don't believe in that. I believe in the universe of chaos. But but I felt that that got me out of my funk that day. And I felt like a better human being. Like in my worst moment, my bottom, I gave back when I didn't have that much to give. And I felt better. And that was probably great for me. And, and I hope it was good for him or did something for him, at least in that moment or for that day or however long you can make 20 bucks last on the street. Um, you know, so that, that was just an example of, of where being a better person or, or giving something, especially at the moment when you, when you don't have anything else to give or everything to lose, uh, being that better person is, uh, is a, is a good move. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I'm with you on, in terms of like, I don't think that if you hand somebody 20 bucks, like, like, you know, all yeah. of a sudden something magic, you know, 40 shows up magically the next day, like that just seems kind of silly to me. Um, but I do believe that it changed your mindset. It yep. changes the way that you show up and whether it was a coincidence that the, the mailbox was full the next day or not, like, I, I think it's, I think it's somehow connected with how you show up uh the next day like like if it if the mailbox wasn't full the next day you would have figured out a way for it to be the day after um because you're you're showing up in a different way you're not you know curled up in the fetal position whining about how you only have 20 bucks left um you know it, because you're you're doing something about it i think I, I just think it's so incredibly valuable um and and you know to kind of approach life especially now especially when there's so many people that that are that that have uh little or that are struggling uh there's so much need out there and and whether you know whether it means cutting a check or whether it means sharing your audience or sharing your advice or um just showing up and being in the ear for people to 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 vent to uh, all of that is just is just being a dick. It's being somebody that you know, like like it, it, you don't have to go pay off my mortgage uh, to improve my life, um, and you don't even have to give me a nickel. Like like all this stuff is free. It is free to be kind to somebody. It doesn't cost anything to be helpful. Uh, you, you know, you you have a platform that you can you know that you can help somebody who's who's in need. You've been through stuff that a lot of us haven't been through. You can you know that you can share. Um, even, even something as, as silly as, uh, you know, posting, um, videos of your dogs, uh, you know, just improve somebody's life a little bit, you know, it takes their mind off of what's going on. Otherwise, you know, it's a little something different for them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's like, th- that's the whole premise of this book that it's the little things. It's the, it's, it's just the little things that, that make the biggest differences. And you interpreted that perfectly, uh, of of what that story is, that I told is really about. It it made me feel different. It changed my paradigm at the time, and uh, and yeah, I actually do that. You know that I do that on Facebook. There's sometimes yeah. where you know I'm going through my gaslighting and my triggering, and and uh, you know I'm posting just you know all sorts of political stuff, and <laughs> yeah, and I'll and I'll remember you know people really like it when you post about the dogs, and we all need a freaking break. And, and sometimes I'm either too lazy or whatever to post about the dogs or, or I'm like, it's, you know, for me, it's just, it's my dogs again today. Ooh, who cares? You know? Um, 
But for a lot of people, it brings them a lot of inspiration. I think about the comments they make and we always like seeing your dogs. They make my day happier. And, and people rent me and, you know, and, and I'm like, post some dogs and make the world a happier place and try and help people with, you know, they're, you know, they know all the other stuff from Washington Post and New York times, whatever the hell's going on from any given day. And uh, yeah, then I'll see the comments and I'll be like, yeah, you really need to try and do more of that. But yeah, I think it's great. I think it's extraordinary uh, points you're making in this book. And I like the spin you make on it to remind people about, about how, um, I mean, you, you have don't crossed out on the book. So it's kind of interesting. It, technically, if you look at the cover of the book, it says don't be a dick, but then the don'ts crossed out and yeah. and we've explained what the play on that is. I think it's yeah, good because it gives them that trigger and that uh, memory allocation. It's, it's, it's also that, that gentle reminder that uh, it's not what you think, um, that it, it, it changes the, like, like I want to change the paradigm. I want to change what it means to be a dick. Um, I want people to see it differently. And, and, and I want people to use that. I want people to walk around like, it's kind of like Google created their own word or whatever. I want to create my own meaning for this because, you know, I, I, I think that like, you know, uh, when you talk about paying it forward or doing good deeds or whatever, it sounds like homework. Uh, when you talk about being a dick, it's it like, you know, it gives it, it gives it some kind of personal attachment to it. It's, you know, you per, you get to personalize it a little more and, uh, and, and it, you know, it, 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 um, and people gravitate towards it. And like, I get story, I get emails and, and messages, um, all the time about people now, you know, sharing stories about them being a dick or somebody that they met was a dick. And, and it's these little, these little things that, that, um, that really show up for them that, uh, you know, gives them a reason to, to focus on it and remember it. It means something. Yeah. This is a great time to reset guys. Pick up his book. Uh, give us your plugs one more time where people can find you on the interwebs and order the book up. Sure. So, uh, so you can get everything you need from the book uh, by going to, I want to be a dick.com. <laughs> I just have to laugh at that. Just extraordinary. But it's a great, it's a great one of those sort of memes for your mind, if you will. Um, and uh, check it out, guys. Be a dick. How one person can change the world in the most unexpected way. Uh, you can get a hardcover, paperback, or Kindle uh, from all your different formats and outlets out there. I think we have a shop called Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Chris Voss. We'll have to add it on there. Uh, or Amazon or any different booksellers. Check that book out. I, I would encourage people right now is a good time to reset our brains to try and get back to a mode. There's a lot of discussion with politics of how we start listening to each other, caring about each other more, et cetera, et cetera, caring about other people more. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing, uh, kind of a concept uh, on politics is, you know, we have these presidents sometimes every four to eight years. We have to live with each other for um, all of our lifetimes, which usually is a lot more, hopefully. Um, and we should probably look at the long game. I was reading an article recently of a, a gentleman, I think it was in CNN or New York Times, uh, but or WAPO, or pick, a th- pick one. But they were talking about how uh, should, should, uh, should we really tear up our families and throw people away over someone who's going to be in office for 48 years? Is it really worth throwing away your whole family for the rest of your life, people that you've loved and cared for all your life? And that, that made me think about some different things. But, you know, for the most part, be kinder to each other. It doesn't cost anything. Be nicer to each other. Listen. It will probably improve your personal relationships, your loved ones, uh, everything else. Improve your interactions in life and uh, be better human beings. So there you guys go. Uh, thanks to Mark for being on the show with us. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, my pleasure. Happy to have you.
There you go, guys. Be sure to check it out. You can also see the video version of this at youtube.com for chess Chris Voss. And hit that bell notification button. It's free for an unlimited time. You can also go to the CVPN. Dot com subscribe to online podcast you can also go over to goodreads.com forward slash chris voss you can subscribe to oh we don't have to subscribe you can just follow me over there and see all the cool stuff we're talking about and go to facebook.com forward slash the chris voss show.com thanks to my audience wear your mask stay safe and we'll see you guys next time